Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers far and wide. Welcome in to episode number 50 of the Talking the Line podcast, the big 5-0. If you didn't read it in the description, we finally made it and it would not be possible without all of you. So before we go any further, thank you so much for helping us. Give yourself a round of applause if you're tuning in live, especially you, but all of those of you who will be listening to the audio version or tuning in to the recording later. Thank you so much. You guys are the bomb. We're going to keep rocking and rolling. Now, without further ado, before we talk some lines for you today, dive deep into the action on today's slates. Take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently listening to the Talking the Line podcast on. If you are on YouTube, generally located right around in that vicinity over there, if you are on uh, the audio version, your favorite podcast directory, go ahead and smash it on there as well so you never miss an episode. If you could be so kind and you do have a couple additional seconds, go ahead and hit that like button as well. Leave us a comment, leave a rating, all that good stuff. We certainly, certainly appreciate it when you do and can't tell you how much it helps us to grow Talking the Line Sports Media. Last but not least, if you're looking for more TTL Crew content, head on over to this episode's description. The first link you're going to see there is the Talking the Line link tree. Within that link tree, you can find all of the TTL Crew's content so you can consume it however and whenever you please. Ladies and gentlemen, degenerates, joining us for the Big 5-0, I am your humble host, Colton, Colt45 Sroka, and once again, I thank you so much for taking the opportunity and making the decision to stop by and hang out with the TTL crew today. Without further ado, it is my pleasure, as always, to bring in the co-host of the TTL podcast, a man that sits patiently by as I get windy starting off every single episode, but nonetheless has his opportunity to get windy right alongside with me. A man who saw his White Sox lose in desperation with the bases loaded and Jose Abreu at the mound last night. I will start things off by asking him how he feels about that, but without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, the man, the myth, the degenerate gambling legend himself, Mr. Riley R. Max Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal? Appreciate it, my man. I am doing quite all right. If uh, I could use one of your own phrases, if I was doing any better, there would be two of me. Hey, not patented yet. So if Not you patented, could, but that's but all, I, uh, that's I all like you. That. I like that mm-hmm. a lot. If I was any better, I'd be twins. You know, a lot of people or tell me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that's all right. A lot of people uh, tell me that they couldn't handle two of me. So uh, yeah. we'll just keep me at one. But I love where the energy's <laughs> yeah, coming. I love, sure. love where the vibes are coming here this morning. 
Uh, your White Sox. What yeah. the fuck, man? Hey, it's all right. I mean, uh, I, I kind of tried to warn you. You picked them uh, a couple spots there yesterday. I tried to warn you, but uh, we got another day to bounce back today to split nah. the series. And, uh, you know, win or lose, we'll still be at the top of the division. So. Yeah, you did warn me. Uh, Mr. Cease did not have it at all on the mound last night. Uh-huh. That uh, that was crippling uh, things, to watch. Uh, things te- typically get messy in Cleveland for us. And yeah. uh, sometimes we, you know, even the series, sometimes we get out of there licking our wounds and we bounce back. Yeah. But, uh, That's why I'm not so uh, super high on running to the uh, window to hammer in those socks today <laughs> against Eli Morgan, quite potentially might have a little something outside of the pod, but we'll not have them on Good old Lance the pod. Lynn. Good old Lance Lynn on the mound today. So yeah, so good. he's been completely uh, a workhorse and a half for the White Sox team. So uh, I might just go ahead and ride with them. But we will get into that later. Uh, You know, if you've been around before, we are a full transparency show. As reluctant as I am to hit the next slideshow button, I will go ahead and do so. I can't believe I'm even having to have this same conversation again. I will tell you guys what the problem is, and I will tell you guys what the strategy is moving forward. Because the first part of correcting your wrongs is admitting you're wrong and then coming up with a game plan on how to overcome them. Okay, so without further ado, let's get into yesterday's recap. Our mag saving the team going two and one Rockies first five money line cashing at the last possible second oh, yeah, at baby. the buzzer. Mm-hmm. They got the two to one first five money line victory and the Suns ran away with yeah. it by 30. No doubter. No doubter. Got the got, bet early on that one. Yeah. Got the uh, 25 point cover, uh-huh. if you will. Yeah, that Braves uh, game did not go how I expected no. at all. Did not go how I expected it either. Uh, quite surprising that the even Nets in were able a, to do yeah, that. Even in a loss, I was expecting it if it was going to be a loss, like a 2-1, 3-2 type loss. That's yeah. not what happened. But However, that is not. However, I would kindly ask you to uh, not stare too long at the right side <laughs> of the screen that says my name and pics underneath it. I generally uh, don't even like to, to rep things like that. But, you know, things happen from time to time. I don't know where an 0 for 5 day. Now, however, this is a good time to remind you, follow me on the Action app. I also do have other plays outside of this. Now, these are my best bets. Very, very, very confused as to how I went 0-5, but after I went 0-3 with the White Sox losing how they did, the Marlins failing to have any opportunity or having opportunities and failing to capitalize on those opportunities to at least tie the ball game. I knew once those two things happened, the Giants' first five and the money line were dead. It's the laws of gambling. I knew I was having an offer. I wrapped it up, put a bow on it before the night was even finished. Not upset about it because you know what? This is a seven-day grind, and we do this every single day of the week, and I'm still up money long term. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Because we stick to the units, partner. Mm -hmm. We stick to the units, and we're still there. But here's my promise to you. I'm going to stop betting like a fan. I called myself to the carpet on that. I've been making some critical errors as a handicapper doing that and giving you guys plays that I should not be. With that being said, today's plays are a doggone closest thing I can say to a lock. One of them, because the books already knew I was going to be taking their Mm. damn money, they went ahead and told those two teams to cancel the game. Mm. And that would be Mm. the Reds and the Phillies. Yep. So... That was going to be one of my plays out of there, but going to be canceled. Uh, moving right along, two for Tuesday parlay, both legs. What in the world? Rays lost it in extras, and the Twins from the jump did not look good against the hapless Orioles. Yeah, Orioles finally end. I think it was a 14-game losing streak, so uh, you hate to see that, but uh, 
Yep. Both of them let us down. So yeah, nonetheless, we uh, finally got the money line dice back on the a right no track partner. No uh, the Phillies minus one and a half get that victory. It's like seventeen to three or Ooh, something like. Yeah, that. it was it was beautiful. I couldn't believe the Phillies came out and uh, did that to the Reds at home. The Reds have been a little inconsistent, but not that inconsistent. And uh, I was actually going to ride with their first five money line or first five run line plus a half today. Uh, I had some really key stats with Vlad Gutierrez on the mound and then Spencer Howard. Spencer Howard's one of the Phillies' top prospects right mm-hmm. now, but uh, he really hasn't found his own yet and I thought the Reds had some solid chance to bounce back early against his arm. He's been losing velo like second inning. I mean, yeah. he loses three, four miles an hour off his fastball okay. and it's just crazy. So, so maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. We'll see what happens, uh, but not to uh, tease too much into the picks or what we're doing just quite yet. Uh, obviously, today on the show for this beautiful June 2nd, 2021, maybe that's why the stars weren't aligned. I didn't announce to the betting world that it was a new month, new betting month, mm. new time to get rocking and rolling. Okay. However, that wouldn't make sense for you because you won anyway. So <laughs> I'm just trying to pull excuses out of my ass here, folks. At the end of the day, I apologize. Marathon, not a sprint. But today we have RMAG's best bets. You got my best bets. Uh, RMAG's got four coming at you and I now have three coming at you. We have the classic, traditional, the always present Wednesday Warrior coming back in action. We didn't know if we would be able to play the team that is our Wednesday Warrior anymore, but we have one final opportunity to bring it back. And if you've been following along on the pod, you just might know who that team is coming out of the NBA. But you'll have to stick around until today's special play to find out. Maybe not, because we got three of our babies for the Wednesday Warrior in action tonight. Either way, we'll we'll uh, we'll have you see. Either way, we'll have you see. You might be able to guess. We also have the Wednesday Parlay pop off now in the third week of its official installment. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have not been around for one of those bad boys yet, we take the Wednesday Warrior, one of our mags picks, and one of my picks, parlay those bad boys up, pop it off for some real juicy odds, and we get that bad boy to the pay window. It is one and one officially. We are getting above 500 tonight. You best believe you me. We also have the crowd favorite Moneyline Dice making their appearance. We just recently talked about them, and they will be making a very, very important role for the NHL matchup tonight between the Montreal Habs, if you will, and the Winnipeg Jets. Mm-hmm. So we will have to wait and see who they're going to pick there. We'll have some real juicy topics, some stuff popping off right before we hit the start streaming button. Big news. Mm-hmm big takes to give you guys out in today's rants and reactions so make sure you stick around for the second half of the pod and last but not least as always giving you those motivation minutes got a little something something to help you uh get through that day to day something i saw from someone on twitter today made me uh start to think in this direction so wanted to bring this message to you so make sure you stick around to the very end of the pod for colt's motivation minutes but for now Cut all the nonsense, cut all the banter, forget all the drama that you could go to every other sports media outlet and get. You come here for the stone cold locks from the TTL crew and running tickets to the window all day long. Let me tell you, we have a loaded, Mm -hmm. loaded episode on tap for you, and I know my partner is rearing to give his picks out. He found some serious value. He found some serious lines that he is all over. Looked at me, he said, man, 
I like some of these totals today. Yes, sir. I'm a total guy today. So without further ado, it is time for our mags best bets of the day. And as always, partner, you have the floor. Appreciate it, my man. First play of the day, coming in with a little afternoon baseball action. We've got the Mets taking on the Arizona Diamondbacks, and I am taking the Arizona Diamondbacks money line today. You've got David Peterson, lefty on the mound for the Mets, and Mad Bum, Madison Bumgarner, lefty for the Diamondbacks. After a rough stretch, Diamondbacks 2-1 and one last three, split first two of this series with the Mets. The game they lost was against DeGrom on Monday. Not much you can do there. 6-5 win yesterday over the Mets. Mad Bum, last two starts, not very good. Time for a bounce back. He did the same thing to start the season and then found himself and had about five straight real solid starts. I think he does the same thing today. Peterson has not been anything special. A little more consistent, though. He has allowed three earned runs, uh, you know, consistently mediocre, I should say. Has allowed three earned runs in three of his last four starts and holds a uh, 4-9-1 ERA. What I love the most about this game, though, Diamondbacks have the edge versus lefties on the season. But last five and ten games, they are tearing the cover off the ball versus lefties. D-backs on the season, 239 batting average, 3-2-3 OBP, 5.87 Runs per nine versus lefties. Compare that to the Mets uh, on the season. 224 batting average, 317 OBP, 4.1 runs per nine. Arizona's last five, 333 batting average, 395 OBP, 9.72 runs per nine. And last 10, 324 batting average, 370 OBP, and 5.28 runs per nine. They are putting runs on the board versus lefties, partner. Yes, sir. And the Mets' last 10 games versus lefties, even worse than their season averages, 207 batting average, 270 OBP, 3.47 runs per nine. And lastly, Arizona's bullpen, shaky to start the season, little inconsistent. Last five, 1.4 ERA. Last 10, 2.41. They are figuring things out, partner. So I add one more time. I love Matt Baumgartner to hold things down and bounce back. I love this D-backs offense to tear the cover off the ball against another lefty today. And if things get a little dicey or if the Diamondbacks need to hold the lead down, I like that bullpen to stay hot, partner. So first play, Diamondbacks money line. Absolutely love it. I am uh, right there with you. I saw the D-backs, one of my first uh, favorite plays of the day. Two struggling lefties, but Mad Bum, when he has a bad game, he has uh, tended to bounce back so far this season. Mm-hmm. So there you have it. Our mags first best bet of the day. Partner, lay number two down. Number two, you said I've got some over-unders today. Second play of the day is the Twins versus the Baltimore or- Orioles over nine and a half. Excuse me. You've got Randy Dobnak on the mound, righty for the Twins versus Matt Harvey, righty for the Orioles. Dobnak began the season as a reliever, but will be holding a place in the starting rotation for the Twins due to some small injuries. He holds a 6-4-9 ERA, and in his most recent start as the starter, he allowed six earned runs and six innings pitch versus the Royals last week. Things have not gone well as a starter for him, and they were not going well for him as a reliever either. In eight of his nine games that he appeared in, the game total went over. And uh, Matt Harvey has also not been very good this season, especially in May. 6-8-4 ERA in the season, 9-6-4 ERA in May over six starts. So not any small sample size there in May. It was rough. Allowed at least five runs in his last four games, and the total has gone over in his last three starts. 
Twins offense starting to pick back up a little bit. They have scored at least three runs in their last 10 games and have scored at least six in four of those games. The Orioles, after a terrible stretch, I mentioned it earlier, they found their offense yesterday against some solid pitching. Uh, So with this pitching matchup, I think both of these offenses have a feast. Matt Harvey, after a nice little April, a little bounce back, people thought maybe he's uh, not back. Of course, not Cy Young caliber like he was in the early 2010s, but you know, a little bit respectable. It might find his place back in the MLB. Not going well lately, partner. So no second play twins, Orioles over nine and a half. Lock it in. Ladies and gentlemen, partner number three, what do you got? Number three, another little over action here. Red Sox versus Astros over eight and a half. I've got, uh, or we've got Nick Pavetta righty on the mound for the Red Sox and Framber Valdez lefty for the Astros. Valdez is going to be making his second start of the season today. Red Sox on the season, one of the best offenses versus lefties. 271 batting average, 324 OBP, and 5.41 runs per nine. Last five and ten games, pretty similar. They keep it steady against lefties. Their offense has been held down the first two games of this series, but as we've seen many, many times this season, after a couple of low-scoring losses, they bounce back and hang a big number on the board. Pavetta, 6-0 on the season, but he gets the run support. In May, he hold, held a 4-8-2 ERA and, held four, er, and allowed four earned runs in his four last four starts in May. Um, this Houston offense, I'm, I'm running out of, I don't know, out of gas here, partner. Slow it on give down. Me, uh, give me a you're little. You're going uh, a little too fast. <laughs> you, ain't got, you can just slow it on down. You're running through. Rock and roll. Nice and easy. Deep too many good plays. I'm on. There you go. I'm running Getting too doggone excited about him. (laughs) Slow it on down. Here we go. Back at it. Rock and roll. All right. As I mentioned, Pavetta, six and zero, but he put or he gives up runs, and this Red Sox offense puts it up for him. Houston offense red hot right now. Over their last six games, they are averaging six and a half runs per game. On the season, they average four point eight five runs per nine versus righties. A little bit of trends for you. Over is 4-0 and in Pavetta's, Pavetta's last four versus team with a winning record. And over is 4-1 and in Astros last five. Over is 11-1 and in Astros last 12 when their opponent allows five or more runs in their previous game. Give me this Astros offense to stay hot and the Red Sox offense to bounce back after a couple slow starts in this series, partner. I would have to agree with you. Uh, I am pretty high on Famber Veldez, though. Had a great outing, his first official outing finally of the season in his last one. I think he has a solid one here, too. I'm a little more sheepish, sheepish on this one going to the over. I do like your analysis on some of those key ones. Uh, Pavetta does also scare me, giving up earned runs. I mean, he's been solid. He's been a K-machine for the Red Sox, but I think at the end of the day, he's still not somebody who you can 150% trust. He does have great numbers and he is a great pitcher, but uh, I think he's going to give up some runs in this one today as well. So that might be alone enough for me to uh, back this over with you here, pal. Yeah, you were a little skeptical, but I do like uh, anytime I can get the uh, Red Sox versus a lefty. Like you said, he's looked solid in his first start, but four innings against the Padres. Obviously, the Padres are a solid offense, but uh, I really love this Red Sox offense versus lefties. So there is my play number three. There you go. And number four. Number four. This time I am going 
under. We've got Rangers versus Rockies under 11. You've got Jordan Lyles, righty on the mound, versus Antonio Senzatella, righty for the Rockies. This total is just way too high for two teams that have ice-cold offenses right now, and I don't care that it's in Colorado, and I don't care about the pitcher's ERAs. Jordan Lyles holds a 5.79 ERA, but the under has hit in four of his last five starts. Senzatella holds a 4.97 ERA, but he has a less than two earned runs in his last three starts. Texas has lost seven in a row and the under has hit in their last five games. They have failed to score more than two in each of those five games. Rockies four and four straight up in their last eight, but have not scored more than four in those games. And they average 2.125 runs during those games. And the under is seven and one during that stretch. Both teams struggling versus right-handed pitching this season. Rangers on the season, 222 batting average, 300 OBP, 4.06 runs per nine. Last five, 150 batting average, 213 OBP, and 1.09 runs per nine. Last 10, 193 batting average, 277 OBP, 3.71 runs per nine. And the Rockies, 218 batting average versus righties on the season, 288 OBP, 4.11 runs per nine. Last five, even worse, 204 batting average, 301 OBP, 2.17 runs per nine. Last 10, even worse than that, one point or point one seven eight batting average, 2.8, excuse me, 0.283 OBP, 1.87 runs per nine. These teams are not putting runs on the board. If the Rockies, I mentioned they're four and four straight up in their last eight, their pitching rotation has been a little bit better lately. Their offense has not. They get it done versus lefties at home, but anything other than that, give me the under. Okay. I uh, am also a little sheepish on this one as well. I like your analysis there. Some of those batting average stats, some of uh, that stuff really keys me in. However, Jordan Lyles has been nothing special. I see him giving up some good runs and Sanzatella maybe two, and I see this one going back and forth ultimately with a rocky victory. So a little worried that it might go high, but uh, I do like what you're throwing down there, partner. So uh, Yeah, I think both these teams are just a little too cold. Yeah, and uh, like I, I hey, said, I don't care that night. it's in Colorado. I don't care about the pitchers. Hey, yeah, there you go. That, that's how you prefaced under. it. I'm just giving you my <laughs> opinion, but I do appreciate your picks. So, ladies and gentlemen, there are our mags four best bets of the day. If you caught them right now, make sure you lock them in at whatever the current best line you're finding them at on your favorite sports book or. If you didn't catch them all, we'll make sure to give them all back to you on the best bets of the day recap. Moving right along, it is time for my best bets of the day. Now listen to me. I am here to give you winners. I am here to take tickets to the damn window. I am here to be a solid handicapper and someone that you can depend on for analysis and stats and good, solid sports betting picks. I will not give out losers any longer and we will not have any losing days on this podcast out of me. My promise to you. With that being said, let's get into today's action. Wanted to give you just a brief disclaimer because I don't know what yesterday was. That is not Colton Sroka. That is not Cap Colt. I am bringing it back. Captain with Colt. Captain Colton. All right. And Colton. A little play on words there for you. If you guys been thinking my Twitter is Captain Colton, it's Captain Colton. A little play on words. But further, without further ado, time to get into my picks. 
Now, I had four coming at you. Told you one's been canceled, so I got three. Only two games. First pick, or first two picks, rather. First game I'm going to is the third of the series and the final game of the series between the Tampa Bay Rays and the New York Yankees. In this game, my two picks. I'm taking the Rays' first five run line Mm -hmm. plus a half, and I'm taking the Rays' full game money line. Here's why. You got Shane McClanahan on the mound for the Rays and Jordan Montgomery on the mound for the Yankees. Both pitchers are lefties, so I told you yesterday, I absolutely love when you got lefties on the mound. It tends to be a slugfest. I didn't listen to myself. Happened with the Angels and the Giants. That being said, McClanahan, in his first official season so far as an MLB starter, has really started to find himself in this Rays rotation. Six starts so far this season. He's pitched 27 and a third innings. He's got a 2-0 record and has a crispy 3.29 ERA. He's got 32 Hayes with only seven walks in those starts. He's allowing a 238 batting average, 287 OBP, and a 653 OPS. His last two starts, however, are where I'm really keying in at because it looks like he's finally starting to settle in like the Shane McClanahan we all thought when we were hearing about him as a prospect. Last two starts versus Kansas City and Toronto. So high-powered offenses, offenses that can put runs on the board. Pitched 10 innings, only allowed seven hits, one earned run, 10 Ks, two walks. Pitched a very, very dominant performance in both of those matchups. And I think that continues here as he vies for one of the top guys in this Rays rotation. Not to mention the Yanks have fallen off heavily against lefties in their last five and last 10. In their last five games against lefties, the Yankees only have a 167 batting average, 273 OBP, and are scoring 0.00 runs per nine innings against lefties in their last five games against them. They have really, really, really cooled off. I can't stress that enough. Now, Montgomery... He's been mediocre, uh, run-of-the-mill, middle-of-the-pack for this Yankees team. Uh, However, he did have a great outing uh, coming from the Chicago White Sox, my partner can attest to. But don't let that fool you. That is uh, definitely not the Jordan Jordan Montgomery that this uh, Yankees team and what he has shown himself all season long. He's had 10 starts so far, and he's pitched 53 and a third innings in those starts. He's got a 2-1 record and not the greatest, 4.22 ERA. He does have 53 Ks with only 13 walks, but he is allowing a 237 average with a 290 OBP and a 689 OPS. He uh, some of those numbers are way way deflated down. I do believe they would be much higher had it not been for that game against the White Sox and an early season game against Baltimore in Baltimore, where we all know Baltimore was absolutely ripping the cover off of the ball. The Rays have fallen off against lefties as well, but not nearly as hard. And I think that they are the much hotter team and the eye test will tell you that they are the much hotter team at the plate. I think last night's 10 inning game or 11 inning game, whatever it ended up going to was kind of a fluke. And the fact that the Yankees won that was just kind of a home team kind of deal that happened. Happens. The Yankees are 2-1-2 and in the first five innings in Montgomery's last five starts, and the Rays are 3-0-2 in the first five innings straight up in McClanahan's last five starts. Try and say Montgomery McClanahan five times fast back-to-back. I dare you. First five inning runs per game for these two teams. Tampa Bay has been dominant all season, 13th in the MLB, averaging 2.55 first five inning runs per game with a 2.79 average on the road. 
Whereas the Yankees have kind of struggled, 21st in the MLB, average of 2.24 overall, and at home, 2.25 average, so not putting up a boatload of runs. Obviously, the Rays have it in this category, but first five inning runs per game allowed, it's a little bit different of a story. It's a little bit tighter. The Rays, eighth in the MLB, only allowing 2.12, but 2.39 on the road, and the Yankees, 12th in the MLB with a 2.31 average first five inning runs per game allowed. 1.71 average at home. So they've been a little better, but we've seen this Yankees team not so hot as of late in the first five innings. They're actually 0-3-2 straight up in their last five games in the first five innings, not to mention three of those games were against the Detroit Tigers. The Tampa Bay Rays, however, 3-0-2 straight up in the first five innings. So I think there is extreme value getting the plus a half run line and getting the raise in a dog position see i'm not betting like a fan i'm talking value investing plus a half they've tied three wins zero losses two ties see where i'm going with this extreme value okay raise first five money line plus a half now i did also tell you i'm taking the full game money line i do absolutely love the raise to close this series out take the 2-1 series victory not let it get anywhere close to the extra innings that it did. They will continue to stay hot and stick to some key trends along the way. Rays, 6-0 straight up in their last six games versus a lefty. They are also 6-0 straight up in their last six games as an underdog. They are 6-4 straight up in the last 10 games against the Yankees, all of those being played in 2021. 20-8 straight up over the last 28 games against the Yankees. 4-1 straight up in the last five in the Bronx and the Yanks. One and three straight up in their last four home games. Haven't been defending home turf. And I think last night's game is anomaly. This red hot Tampa Bay Rays offense secures the victory, possibly in the first five, if not a tie, but definitely for the full game. So my first two picks of the day, Tampa Bay Rays, first five run line plus a half and Tampa Bay Rays money line for the full game. Not to mention getting a little plus money poly on that second bet. You got me there. I was honestly on the fence of this one, but I like all that analysis. You got Austin Meadows for the Rays. Scorching hot, man. Scorching hot. Oh, I took him is, as a pl- incredible. Uh, plus money for an RBI yesterday. First inning bomb. So Yeah, absolutely. He. Uh, yeah, I saw that you had that for the RBI mm-hmm. as soon as that happened. I mean, your first person popped into my head. I was like, oh, I bet he's jumping up and down right now. Because oh, yeah. you weren't here when that happened. No, uh, no, no, no. You had left the studio. Yeah, that so. was, uh, was like, oh. Six o'clock start. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. First inning bomb. So there you yeah. have it. First two plays of the day. I was a little bit on the fence as well, but uh, dove deep and found some of this good mm-hmm. stuff. So I, I absolutely fucking love McClane a hand excuse my french i am all (laughs) over that son of a gun so first two picks for my third pick and final pick of the day this is kind of an fu bet to a team that uh really screwed me over yesterday but i do have some key stats and trends that also go along with it as well (laughs) so for my third pick of the day i am taking the toronto blue jays first five money line against the miami marlins uh if you saw the recap i obviously took the marlins full game money line i had no faith in the first five but i did have faith in them coming back. As I mentioned, they squandered every opportunity that they had. Today, I think it's going to be more Blue Jays action. So give me all of the first five money line just in case of some nonsense. Let me tell you why. You got Pablo Lopez on the mound for the Marlins and the new kid on the block, Alec Manoa on the mound for the Blue Jays. Now, before we go any further, the Blue Jays are scary. Mm-hmm. They are a team that every at-bat, you are holding your breath. Sure. 
And I'm not trying to bet against a team like that. I'll tell you mm-hmm. that right now. Because last night, every at-bat that I was watching, I was holding my breath, hoping that something didn't yeah. happen. And I said, you know what? I don't feel like feeling like this anymore. We're going we're gonna to bet on the nice side, okay? And that, that was no scrub on the mound either. No, no scrub at all. So even with a stud like Alcantara, this red-hot Toronto Blue Jays offense was still able to get through. And I don't think even as good as Pablo Lopez has been that he can slow down this Blue Jays offense either. Lopez has been terrific for the Marlins. But like I said, it's just not going to happen today. This is not going to be the day to back Pablo Lopez. His last four starts, even though he has been good on the season, a little bit shaky, 23 and a third innings pitch. He's allowed 10 earned runs in those four starts, 22 hits, two home runs. He has had 19 Ks, but that's not typical Lopez numbers with six walks. He cannot afford to be shaky against this Blue Jays team. There is no room for error or they will jump all over you. Manoa on the opposite side of the field, Mm -hmm. this kid, holy hell is he good. Right. Came out and absolutely dealt against the New York Yankees in his first official start back on the 27th. Yep. He went six innings, only allowed two hits, seven Ks, two walks. Now, I know it's an incredibly small sample size, but it is against an extremely good offense in the New York Yankees. Mm -hmm. He allowed a 100 batting average, 182 OBP, and a 282 OPS. He is the real deal, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, I'm a mama's boy myself. He's got mama power. Mm -hmm. When mama's in the stadium... You just get it done, mm-hmm. especially at the big league level. And she was losing her mind mm-hmm. when that young man was dealing. So I see a lot of that same action happening again here today with Manoa on the mound. I think he's going to come back to earth at some point, but it ain't going to be against this Marlins offense. No. Who has completely, completely given up uh, all regard for scoring runs right. and has been somebody that or a team rather that you should not be putting your money on at this point. I would say far, stay mm-hmm. far, far away from them. They have been cold as cold against righties in their last five games against righties. They're only averaging 198 at the plate, have a 324 OBP and 2.3 run. 3-1 runs per nine innings against righties in their last five. So they've taken a serious nosedive as a team offensively. Toronto, however, in their last five against righties, no, no. Much different of a story here. 342 batting average, 389 OBP, and a whopping 6.83 runs per nine innings for this Blue Jays team. Absolutely uncanny what they have been doing. And I think they jump all over Lopez early, put up at least three to four runs, which has been pretty consistent for this Blue Jays team over Mm -hmm. their last few games. In the first five innings, Runs per game, Toronto third in the MLB, averaging 3.06 and an average of 3.86 at home, whereas Miami is dead last, 30th in the MLB, only averaging 1.75 first five inning runs per game with an average of 1.69 on the road, even less there, partner. And first five innings runs per game allowed the Toronto Blue Jays a little bit higher, 17th in the MLB, 2.60 average, where they are also allowing 2.82 at home. 
the Miami Marlins, a little bit better in this category, but I don't think it matters whatsoever. Not a huge split. 10th in the MLB, 2.21, 2.72 average away. Not a huge split. I don't think it matters whatsoever. This pitching matchup is looming large. I think Manoa has the fire in him right now, and he comes out and continues to deal. The the public's going to see Pablo Lopez on the mound and say, okay, they might have not been able to do it against Alcantara, who's a little more shaky. They'll be able to do it against mm-hmm. Lopez. That's not going to happen here today. The Blue Jays are going to come out again. They're going to stay razor sharp and red hot and get that first five money line victory. So one more time, third pick of the day, Toronto Blue Jays, first five money line. I love it, man. That Mar- You nailed it on the Mar- uh, Marlins offense. They have at least three guys that I love 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 in certain spots on the mound and you know my first uh kind of like you said with lopez the first inclination is oh pablo lopez on the mound you know same thing yesterday with alcantara they got trevor rogers is one of my probably three favorite pitchers in the league right now to bet on mm. but it hasn't been as lucrative as lucrative as you would think because yeah. what was it dead last in first five runs yeah yeah and that's why so yeah they uh just haven't given them the run support and i mean some of their some of their guys last night just looked absolutely abysmal and confused yeah. at the plate against robbie ray who has not been anything at all right. and got torched in his last outing and they he was giving them the pitching to do it and they got in a few positions i mean garrett cooper can't be the only guy to do right. it for the marlins and that's what they're hanging their hats on right now and i will not be hanging my bag of money on that right now so give me all of the toronto blue jays first five money line though mm-hmm. don't want any late any nonsense so there you have it my three best bets of the day you got the seven best bets was gonna be eight but we'll lock them all in either way now it's time for today's special play of the day for the second official segment outside of our best bets of the day today's Wednesday Warrior special play of the day. Now, I do so vaguely remember, excuse me, that last week's Wednesday Warrior, and I'm checking live and in prime time, we do have audio. Oh, we, yes, that's you right. Can I forgot about that. That's right. Last week's Wednesday Warrior was actually the same exact team at the same exact line, I do believe. So, you will actually get to hear some stone-cold solid analysis from my partner who laid down some absolutely crispy knowledge for you, and uh, due to some human error, not even uh, technical error, uh, we're not allowed for you to hear that. So, without further ado... Today's Wednesday Warrior special play of the day is the Memphis Grizzlies plus nine and a half against the Utah Jazz. We have faith in our boys one last time to get it done. Yes. Partner, let them know what we're thinking. And we've been saying this for two or three weeks now, and it's not just, uh, you know, like you said, a fan bet. It's actual, you know, analysis. This might be the last time we get a chance to take them as the Wednesday Warrior, and uh, they've held on. They've held on tooth and nail, and now it does appear that this will be the last time that we can take them. Yeah. So, as my partner mentioned, Pochna mentioned, Grizzlies plus nine and a half. These games have been right around that number in each of the last three after, obviously, the uh, Grizzlies took game one and then Donovan Mitchell came back. And these games have been right around 10 point swings. Uh, Last one, I believe, was a seven point jazz victory. 
I think it's going to be right around that same number. These Grizzlies have been fighting tooth and nail, uh, but this Jazz team just has a little bit too much uh, firepower on offense and defense for them. Uh, Rudy Gobert, they just do not have it. Uh, the Grizzlies do not have an answer for that guy. But I do believe it's going to be a single-digit game. Mm. Jabba Rant is going to, he's been solid solid to fantastic all season or all series long and uh, I think he's going to bring his A game tonight along with Dylan Brooks and uh, he's going to play about as many minutes as he's going to need to they're not going to preserve him for the rest of the series because no. it's do or die tonight and this Grizzlies team is not going to be uh, an, a team that we've seen not going to be similar to any of these other teams in the these spots three to one deficits that are going to roll over and die this is a team that's grit and grind they are going to fight tooth and nail to the bitter end and i believe the jazz take care of this game tonight Mm. and it will be the bitter end tonight but the grizzlies are going to put up a nice little fight partner yeah absolutely i mean looking back the last five games uh, one's ended with a four point spread one's ended with a three point spread then you have the huge outlier um that was an 18 point game uh, I do believe, or, 12 or a twelve-point game. I'm sorry, <laughs> yeah, you didn't have to correct me. I could have, I could have said it without you looking and correcting me. Thanks a lot, man. Now they all, now they all know. Thanks a lot. I could have just moved right along. But anyway, that being said, I did screw up some mathematics there. <laughs> However, then you have uh, a ten-point spread and a seven-point spread. You said right at the top of your analysis there that it's been right around this number. Mm-hmm. I think it continues to stay right around this number. I think that twelve-point game is uh, kind of the outlier. Of all of those, that was uh, kind of an outright beatdown by the Jazz, and it still stayed right around in this number. So I think the Grizzlies give it all they have one final time, make it a very small single-digit game. Uh, but I don't think they advance along, much like you, partner. I think the Jazz are getting this win, but uh, they are not covering that spread tonight. Grit and grind, man. Grit and grind. It's a real thing. So give me all... And us all, and Mm -hmm. you should too, the Memphis Grizzlies plus nine. Let's run that bad boy to the pay window and get this Wednesday Warrior streak back in action Mm -hmm. with our boys who have been streaking for us all year long, Mm -hmm. the Memphis Grizzlies. There is the Wednesday Warrior special play, second official segment now in the books. Third segment of the day, only on Wednesdays, the only opportunity you have to see this segment, so you better strap in. You better open your eyes wide, and you better lock in now, because it is time for the Wednesday Parlay Pop-Off. And ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't been around before, because this is the only the only the third time that we have implemented this bad boy. You're about to find out what we got going on. Now, I said it at the top of the show. If you weren't around for that either, and you're just joining us now, it is a three-leg parlay where we take the Wednesday Warrior, the aforementioned Memphis Grizzlies, plus nine and a half. We take one of my plays and one of our mags plays, bundle those bad boys together for a juicy, juicy five-to-one payout, and get that bad boy to the window mm-hmm. at some point this evening. Right. Maybe around 9, 930. Uh, Yeah, something like that. Something like that. that. So without further ado, let's get into today's parlay pop-off. We will give it to you straight up. We already gave you the analysis behind all of them. So let's give it to you. I'm going to get these odds pulled up for us. Plus 485. Never mind. Currently. Already locked it in, partner. I am heavy on this play, let me tell you. Okay. So we got Memphis Grizzlies plus nine and a half. Mm Mm-hmm. 
the Arizona Diamondbacks, led by Memphis, Memphis, <laughs> led by <laughs> Madison Bumgarner. Mm-hmm. Their money line, Arizona Diamondbacks money line. And the third play, my play, the Toronto Blue Jays red hot, their first five money line. So three plays, one more time, Grizzlies plus nine and a half, Arizona Diamondbacks money line, and the Toronto Blue Jays first five money line. Now, what if you didn't get all of our best bets of the day? What if you didn't get everything that we had to say about them? What if you're just joining us now, you wonderful, wonderful people that decided to do so? Well, we got you covered for that as well. We got the best bets of the day locked and loaded. Here we go. Let's recap what we got happening today. Riley White, if you could be so kind. Of course. Getting things started, you got our mags picks. Let's go back through them. He's got the Diamondbacks full game money line. Minnesota Twins versus Baltimore Orioles over nine and a half. Boston Red Sox versus Houston Astros over eight and a half. And the Texas Rangers versus Colorado Rockies under 11. Moving on over to my side of the screen. My best bets of the day, the Rays first five run line plus a half. Then the Rays full game money line. Then we also have the Blue Jays first five money line. We got the Wednesday Warriors special play of the day. The Memphis Grizzlies plus nine and a half. And the double special play that we only dish out on Wednesdays, the Wednesday parlay pop off. Grizzlies plus nine and a half, Blue Jays first five money line, Arizona Diamondbacks money line. Lock them in, hammer them home, sprinkle a little bit of dough down. Whatever you like to say, just make sure you get them in at whatever the current best line you're finding them at on your favorite sports book. It's time to cash some damn tickets, kids. Let's run these tickets to the window. How about it? All of them. How about it? Seven all. Straight to it. Actually. Eight. Eight. Actually, and maybe about to be nine. (laughs) So here we go. My mathematics skills aren't worth a damn today, but we're going to keep moving right along into it. Nonetheless, nonetheless, you see the money line dice down here in the bottom left. We mentioned it up at the top of the show that it was a no sweat, no a bit of a football score. Phillies minus one and a half yesterday. Yeah. Absolute casher. It was uh, tight through like the first half of the game too, and then they, yeah. they put up like fourteen in the Reece second. Hoskins half Hoskins hit a bomb and a half. I mean, it was a game. Mm-hmm. The dice are back hot. They cocky. They getting cocky. They're, they're not, walking in cocky, nah, or not you know, cocky, not cocky okay. whatsoever. Okay. So we're looking to get two and one on the week. One mm-hmm. and one, five hundred, nine and fourteen, overall record. Starting to chip, 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 chip away at that losing record. So without further ado, they have made their way to set. They are live and in prime time, ready to rock and roll. It's time for the Moneyline Dice Roll of the Day. They are back in prime time, ladies and gentlemen. We know you missed them. They know you missed them. They are excited Mm -hmm. to get rolling again. So while I get these bad boys out of the pouch here, be a good time to remind you, if you want your own Moneyline Dice, your handy traveling pouch, these beautiful dice that come right alongside with them, or one of the amazing products that the Moneyline Dice Company offers, 
head on over to their website. We make it super easy for you. We dropped the link in this episode's description. The second link you see, the bottom one, hit that bad boy, check out what they got to offer, scoop on up whatever you like, get it in your cart, head to the cart at checkout, enter code TTL10. We also put the coupon code down there in the description for your easy viewing. You get 10% off your first order with that uh, that, coupon. code, not that description, that code, and uh, you get to roll right along with the TTL crew. And, uh, you know, I'm thinking I got to invest in a new tracking book here so we can uh, continue to track Track them outside as well. So I might have to make a visit there myself, but I uh, won't get the 10%. But you should and take advantage of the 10%. So for today's Moneyline Dice Roll, We got an NHL matchup. We talked about it at the top of the show. The Montreal Canadiens, or Habs, if you are a true NHL fan, facing off against their northern rivals, the Mm -hmm. Winnipeg Jets. Quick little glance over there, partner. We got the Montreal Canadiens on the road at plus 124 Mm -hmm. dogs on the best line right now. And the Winnipeg Jets, best line you're finding the mat is about a 139 favorite on DraftKings Sportsbook. So those are the two plays. You know the home or away team. It's time for the Dice to do their damn job. They're here. They're ready. Come on, Dice. Come on, Dice. It's time to rock and roll. For the first roll of the day, you know what we do. Home or away. Who are we taking? Who are we selecting? We don't know, but the all-knowing Dice already does. So in three, two, one, who do we got? Taking the Montreal Canadiens. My Habs, baby! I uh, we will get into how I feel about the Habs later on <laughs> in the reactions. Know after that, later on in the reactions. Well, so for the second roll of the day, will we some, be uh, taking the Habs on the money line, or will we be taking their plus one and a half and eating some serious huck and chalk? Yeah, we'll soon find out. In three, in two, in one. Money, money line, line. <laughs> we Let's will go. take the juice. Love it. Take the I juice. Love it. A little bit of feared just because of the layoff for the Jets. That's my two cents. Rusty. However, as always, I'll see you guys in just a second. Partner, how you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. Go show these people about these dice and show them this damn I'm roll. On. I'm, I'm barking on it. I'm getting there. I don't know when this uh, this Jets team, like my partner just mentioned, has been off for a uh, for a good minute. Nice little sweep of the Oilers. Uh, I'm thinking that's a. Uh, oh yeah, eh, get a little closer. You can get a little closer. Yeah, there you go. That's good stuff. Uh, but yeah, as I mentioned, how about some rust? Dice is calling for some rust on the on the uh, side of the Jets and the momentum for the kind. Montreal Canadiens, the Habs, plus 125. Love that plus money. That plus one and a half was about to be over minus 200, so I'm glad we don't have to eat that uh, because that would not have been very fun. But we're getting some nice plus money, and uh, we'll see you at the window with the dice. uh, Hopefully, hopefully. Partner's getting his headphones back on, getting situated. Oh, you wait, wait for me. Uh, yeah, yeah. The dice have spoken. They are hot. They are back. They are live and ready to rock. They have already rolled, so it's time to rock. They're here. 
they're good to go. They're ready to keep chip, 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 chipping away at that 9-14 and 14 record. Let's get it to double digits on the pod. Can't believe we have already placed now 24 bets with the Moneyline Dice. That's the... Is that... Uh... On the pot. Right, on the Just pot. Just on the pot. Right, right, right. On but the we, pot, have been, yeah. we have been rolling, or the live, uh, well, yeah, I guess we didn't, uh, we had no, them started off yeah, yeah, yeah. on the segment, and then we partnered with them, and we said, well, even more of an opportunity just to Gotta bring get them, them on, on every day. full time. So, so I guess it would be 24 straight days now. 24 straight days. Yeah. The Moneyline Dice have been rocking and rolling, so thank you so much, Dice. Thank you, Dice. Let's start winning some more money and cashing some more tickets, getting these bad boys to the window. How about a couple plus monies in a row, Dice? couple plus monies in a row there you have it ladies and gentlemen if you want to take a guaranteed ticket to the window tonight the dice have spoken on the montreal canadians plus money money line away they go asleep for the day sleep well sweet prince we'll see you tomorrow we'll catch you on the flip side there you have it, the money line dice roll of the day. And oh man, partner, I am just I I love the money line dice more and more uh-huh. each day. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I uh, you know, I love to uh, bring a little extra every time. Yeah, I they do got that the plus well. like one sixty yesterday. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, they uh, that was a solid solid victory. Let me uh, get myself scooted in here. All right, so there you have it. Let's go back one more time, just in case. So you got it. Best bets of the day. We'll just flash it on the screen real quick in case you missed anything. Now we officially have the Montreal Canadiens as our Moneyline, Moneyline Dice role play of the day. So there you go. There you have it. All of our best bets of the day are Max Plays. My Plays. The Wednesday Warrior, the Wednesday Parlay pop off, and now the dice have spoken. You have them all. We have no more value to give you. We have no more trends to hash out. It's now time to lock them in, hammer them home, sprinkle a little bit of dough down, whatever you like to say. Just make sure you get all those plays locked in at whatever the current best line you're finding them at on your favorite sports book. There you go. There we have it, my friend. The first half of Talking the Line podcast, episode number 50. 50 for the this 50 beautiful burger. June 2nd, 2021. Mm-hmm. There we have it. Now, if you haven't been around before, first and foremost, appreciate you coming. If uh, you're one of the kind degenerates who just hangs out for the first half of the pod, gets our best bets, our analysis just likes the sports gambling side of things, and you're about to head on out of here. Peace and love. We appreciate the hell out of you. We hope you have a spectacular day, but y'all come back now, you hear? We got more sports books to bankrupt, and we need your help doing it. But have a great day. We'll see you later. But if you're one of the kind folks and wonderful TTL faithful that hang out for the second half of the podcast, welcome in. Let's drop it back. Drop it down. Chill it out for today's rants and reactions. That's my best that was good uh, one. Michael Buffer impression. Wow. I'm trying out, dude. I'm, I like I'm, that one. You know, I'm, I'm <laughs> trying to uh, maybe one of these here days when we have a UFC, I will. It's time. You know, something crazy. And I'll 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 practice. Maybe up. I'll save it for that. I'll practice it up, <laughs> and uh, no, I'll do a I'll I'll do a full run through. I'll announce okay, okay. you. Oh, okay, I'll announce okay, you. Okay. I'll do, now, 
fighting out of the red corner. All right. You know, I'll be ready for it. Run it through. I'll be ready for it. Okay, so maybe one of these here days, you guys stay tuned. Maybe that's coming. Next if, pay-per-view, maybe. If you didn't know how rants and reaction goes, well, there the fuck you are. That's how we start. Mm-hmm. That's how we get it. In. That's, we take off all filters. We remove all barriers. Nothing is off limits. <laughs> And uh, today, I love when you say that because you act like we're so like pressed and polished on everything else. <laughs> well, we are a little. And I mean, it, I guess with the more a filter, a little comes more off, but... buttoned up. But I think about it a lot more when I'm when I'm sure. analyzing. When I'm not analyzing, I'm just talking old Colt forty five. This ain't handicapping Colton. This is old Colt forty five chatting fair. with you now. So uh, Colt forty five woke up this morning wanting to poke the bear. Wanting to just, just see where where my man's head's at, you know, just uh, just uh, just a little little heat check, if you will. So uh, let's get things started. Today's rants and reactions. No major NFL news. Kinda is. Who knows? Could be doubtful, but hoping so. Aaron Rodgers. Where we at, partner? Where we at, pal? Your man's out here living a beautiful life in sunny Hawaii. He is tossing shit already, ladies and gentlemen. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at if you can see the damn screen. So He's still here. He's still here. Current state. State of the Aaron Rodgers address. Uh, he has, I rolled my eyes about 10 times as the buildup, so that's the current He has state. still not showed up to OTAs. Yeah, he's in Hawaii. He is going to be potentially fine for that. Gee, uh, what a... Well, yeah, it doesn't matter. What a tough beat on him. But do you think that he swallows the pill with goontkoots? Or does old man Rose retire for good? Yeah, he's not retiring. I'm going to put that one to bed real quick. Yeah. I don't think so either. And uh, if he was going to get traded, it would have happened already. Uh, so he ain't going anywhere. He'll be uh, he'll be around practice come August, I think. I, I would have to agree with you. I just wanted to ruffle some feathers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't think Roach is going anywhere. If they were going to make a trade, the prime time to do it would have been before this draft. Right. Um, when everybody was talking about him. And the Broncos would have been the, the perfect move. I mean, they had the perfect opportunity to trade up and do all that stuff. And I think why those rumors came out immediately following the draft is because because there probably was something going on during the draft, but who the hell knows? Mm. So I don't think it's going to happen. I I know one damn thing for sure that everybody's losing their minds that uh, Rodgers isn't going to pay the $23 million or whatever he would be if he just sat out, so he's just going to fully retire and not owe anything. That's MVP, Roche. He's coming off of a yeah, star-studded like, season. He's not on. sitting out. No. He's not sitting out, and he's 30... Four? I know that now he's uh, at 30, least 36, 37. Yeah, 36 or 38. 38 he's, maybe, he's uh, getting up there, but he, know is, that. he is still dealing, still slanging. His cadence game is still the best in the NFL. I don't care what you want to say about Green 18, but it is nasty. Yeah, I, I, I'll give you a little bit of props. Yeah, give me back up, I guess. There, yeah, sure. Get you back He'll up. be back. He'll be back. I Scorched think he, Earth 2021. I think he will as well. It'll be another Scorched Earth tour for uh, the bad man himself. So we'll see what happens. You know, nothing else uh, super hot and bothering going on in the yeah, NFL. Just Julio Jones Some rumors Julio still Jones kind of floating around. But ah, I, nothing to really get into. Waste right. time. Nothing I can really hot take mm, on. Not really, you know, yeah. I can get real hot takey on some NFL. <laughs> no kidding. But, uh, you know, Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. Looking real good. Looking like he's been drinking the protein shakes down there. 
hey, hold on a minute. This man got three touchdowns in practice or two <laughs> touchdowns in practice. Right middle of the seam. Ooh, man. Tim Tebow might be here. He might be here ready to rock. I don't I don't know. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. The jury's still out for old Tim Tebow. Um, got some ISU boys I'm really looking forward to. Was wearing the shirt yesterday. Uh, Roll Birds, looking forward to seeing them in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, and also guys continuing their career. Uh, honestly, Tim Tebow committing or, or um, competing with a former Redbird alum mm. himself, James O'Shaughnessy. Oh, yeah. Uh, great guy. Wonderful human being. Awesome dude. Uh, had an opportunity to uh, hang out with him a few times back in the uh, college days. He was on his way out as I was on my way in, so didn't have uh, too much time to hang out with him. But James Robinson, uh, he was part of the R- RB crew that I got uh, opportunity to hang out with a lot. I was super close with all the Illinois State football guys when we were there, like freshman year to senior year. So mm. it was it was kind of a smaller campus, so I had the opportunity to do mm. that. And uh, they called me a NARP, nonetheless, non-athletic, regular person. <laughs> However, uh, Back then, I was much more yoked. It's been a year since I've been in the gym due to COVID. Uh, We'll be getting back in there soon, but uh, I was able to kind of hang out with some of those athletes and hold my own, but (laughs) not not no more. Uh, And that was one of the things that really agitated me the most. And while we're down on this rabbit hole, might as well get stuck here too. Being called a NARP in college, you know... I'm just, I'm not, just because I don't play a sport means I'm not athletic. Yeah, it is bogus. I mean, coming like, from someone who's me, who's pretty, uh, pretty average athlete as yeah. far, not, not talking like professional or college <laughs> athletics as far as like just the average person, pretty last, average. Last athlete. time this guy hit the ball court, uh, hit the old hardwood, the Achilles just. <laughs> so I golf. <laughs> so he golfs. I golf. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so, uh, anytime, I don't know if I was ever called a NARP to my face, but if I was, I would, it wouldn't be like a dig. It would just be like, yeah, I, I'm aware. I'm aware yeah. of my status. Thanks. Yeah. It, it really <laughs> got me because I spent hours and hours on the gym, in the gym and, uh, perfecting my craft and my training yeah, back is, then. So. It is snotty though. COVID kind of, kind of effed me in that category. Really, uh, really pissing me off, but, uh, we'll get back in there soon. Anyways. No, no, uh, <laughs> no harm, no foul. But anyways, getting back into sports, uh, rants and reactions. You never know what you're going to get, what rabbit hole we might wander on down uh, when you decide to join us on one of these bad boys. Uh, as far as the MLB goes, I do believe your Sox are still in first place. Still in first place, two and a half games up. They got the Indians again to split the four-game series today. Uh, I think they're going to win, but even if they don't, they'll still be on top of the division. So. Mm. Your Cubbies are uh, looking red hot right now, though, my, my man. My Cubbies. My cubbies, I mean, wave the W flag high and low from the northwest suburbs to the south side. Well, if there's any cubby fans in the south side, they'll fly it high too. I mean, it, it's it's uncanny what we're seeing from this Cubs team right now. I mean, you can't even deny that with the injuries, what's been happening with this team, the bullpen. Well, now it's the Padres all, that you're beating up on, so yeah, you really can't deny it right Yeah, now. exactly, man. And I mean, weather's is a very, very good young pitcher mm-hmm. and has pitched good time and time again. And Javi was able to take him deep. Willie was able to take him bomb. deep. That was I mean, looked straight back at Caratino and said something. To yeah, I don't know Carantini. if he said something or yeah. just stared at him and yeah. dropped his bat. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was cold-blooded. Yeah, because after uh, Carantini hit that bomb to put him up, and uh, okay, yeah, Contreras I wasn't watching the exact same thing. Yeah, Carantini hit a bomb to put him up three two, and ah, then uh, okay. so he he got that four three bomb. It was absolutely incredible. And actually, at that time, I was like, hmm, 
I think I'm gonna have a little uh, little snack here. You know, go run to the kitchen real quick. It was like two outs. I was like, you know what? I'm not leaving you. I don't want to miss anything mm. from Wilson. And just about the time I had that thought, we had that nice meatball right up on the uh, upper outside part of that strike zone. And yeah. hepatitis, see you later. <laughs> that ball is in orbit. Absolutely, absolutely love watching these Cubbies right now. I uh, I hope this run doesn't doesn't stop because it started the season. Oh shit! Classic Cubs. This team's not going to score any runs. We're going to leave runners on base. The bullpen isn't going to be worth a damn. We're going to have to hold our breath every time somebody comes out of it. We're going to have to battle injuries, and it's just going to be another pennantless season. And all of a sudden, we're close to the best team in baseball. Not looking bad, man. Not looking bad Not looking at bad. all. Thirty-one and twenty-five, I do believe now, or thirty and twenty-five with last night's victory. So, rocking and rolling right along as we uh, start to edge closer and closer to that halfway mark in the All Star break, part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I uh, where is the All Star break this season? I don't know what the deal is. I remember there was a lot of back and forth. I don't even know if it's officially happening like it normally is. I totally could be wrong oh, about that. I remember I mean, they had it in Atlanta, but then they moved it. Uh, yes. Oh, they were just MLB sued for pulling an all-star game from Atlanta. All right, well, how about let's not get into that? Yeah, we that, won't dive into that. Because that seems like a whole topic I did not mean to bring up. If, <laughs> if anybody's uh, on the... I'm just a big baseball fan and love all-star games. Uh, mm-hmm. I totally forgot that that shit was going on early before the season and early in the season. My fault. Did not mean to ruffle any feathers there if I did, but uh, fuck them. Moving right along. Uh, NBA action. We are getting deep, deep, yeah, deep, thick, hot, heavy in these playoffs right now. Not only that, but uh, a team who bowed out of the playoffs last night is uh, stealing the spotlight early this morning, my First man. First thing this morning. First thing right before he hit, the he hit seas. record. The seas, man. Yeah, Boston, man. Brooklyn. Put him in the grave, apparently. Put him in the grave, and now Danny Ainge comes out first thing this morning like, I don't know, I don't think I'm going to stay around, we're mulling the future. He's out of there. He's out. He's gone. How you doing? Keep it moving. It's how it is. I don't know what's happening. So now the head coach, Brad Stevens, has taken over as head of baseball or basketball operations. And, and is going to be heading the search for the new coach. There you have it. The dude had been circling around, and not by his own omission, uh, circling around the Indiana Hoosiers basketball job, specifically from the Indiana Hoosiers fan base. Mm-hmm. Not like any r- actual rumors. He quickly put that down any chance they could. Yeah. But uh, being a hometown Indiana guy and co- uh, coaching at Butler, that's uh, that was their pro- crown jewel, if you will. Yes. And uh, yes, he it was. said, no thanks, I like being in the NBA. Uh, but apparently he said something along the lines of uh, the head coaching job, just kind of getting too much of him, taking too much of a toll on him ever since the bubble. And oh, so, yeah, so um, let's be... <laughs> so let's step back and be basketball operations guy. I mean... <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, as far as the travel grind and all that stuff, I think it might ease a little bit of that. I but I mean, uh, still... Uh, Pretty, pretty big, uh, big shoes to fill there in Boston, uh, especially for a team that uh, had higher expectations to this point from, uh, you know, over the last few years. Obviously, they've been in the playoffs. They've been in the conversation, but a lot more people expected them to be in that championship contention uh, window over the last few years. And that hasn't quite been the case. So, uh 
Uh, I mean, I love Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, but uh, things have not exactly fallen together as far as a championship contender. Maybe Brad can help that out, but, uh, you know, we'll see what uh, what types of moves he can pull. Uh, obviously, it's not just him, but uh, we'll see, man. I don't know what's going on there, but uh, Brooklyn... Speaking of that series, advancing pretty convincingly, had the one hiccup, and now Extremely. they will have the huge matchup against the Bucks. I don't know about you, my man, but in my eyes, this is obviously not the NBA Finals, but in my eyes, the winner of this series is my winner for the NBA Finals. Bucks and Nets. Yeah, you know, I... Uh... I'll eat my words. I said a few weeks back that I saw the Brooklyn Nets get bounced. You did. I didn't bring that up, did I? Yeah, I saw them getting bounced in the uh, first round. Hey, they made it through. Let's see what the Nets got. So uh, Milwaukee, very very uh, convincing against the Heat. Yeah. However, I think it's going to be a little bit more of a matchup here against Mm -hmm. these Nets. Yeah. To give you some bit of credit, you did expect for a little bit more injury issues with at least one of their core guys for the Nets, and they look fantastic yeah, right now. Yeah, they look absolutely terrific. Speaking of absolutely terrific, a team that's not looking absolutely terrific, uh, the Los Angeles Lakers. The Lake Show looks like a fish out of water right mm-hmm. now without AD. Last night was rough. Uh, as I said, I had the Suns minus five. It was a quick, uh, a quick trip to bed. I was prepared to stay up all night. Didn't have to. Got to bed early. And... Uh, I don't want to say it's a wrap because I'm never going to count out LeBron James, but uh, as I was mentioning in my analysis for last night's game, they just did not have enough offense without Anthony Davis. Not enough help for LeBron. Uh, Kyle Kuzma, I believe, scored double-digit points. I said he might have to be a factor. Uh, Not like he was anything special. Someone's got to score the ball, though. But... uh, Outside of that, they've got uh, they've got some defensive pieces and not enough on offense without Anthony Davis. So I yeah. think it's a wrap going back to I think it's going back to LA versus Game Six. If yes, I'm not wrong. I do yeah. believe you are correct. Uh, I'm right there, right alongside with you. This Lakers team does not look like a uh, a team you need to be putting your money on anytime soon, mm-hmm. and uh, they look like they could be bounce city here within the next game. So yeah. Hang on tight, Lake Show. It might be all but a wrap for you. Uh, the Blazers, everybody was thinking you were going to have to call the ambulance for them, but they said, not for us. We are here to stay. And in a double OT thriller last night, Damian Lillard drops 12 threes and pushes his Blazers past the Nuggets. Nuggets got the win, dude. Oh, they did? Yeah. Oh, I thought the... Uh, I thought the Damn, I was totally backwards. So uh, <laughs> it's got the win on that one. Oh, but either way, Dame went the hell off. Dame went so absolutely nuclear. Nobody else helped them. Basically, ah, uh, that's right. Game tires last few seconds of regulation and so, in overtime. So don't mind what I just said. Uh, even <laughs> though the double overtime happened, I was uh, surely convinced that the Blazers won that game. I looked at that wrong here this morning. Yeah, uh, the way know, people were the best reacting, of us mess up. Sometimes. The way people were reacting on Twitter, you would have thought that. So yeah, that's yeah. totally fair. But uh, Jokic was fantastic. Got overshadowed a little bit by Damian Lillard, despite the loss for the Blazers. But uh, that man is a bad, bad man, and he needs some more help than C.J. McCollum. C.J. McCollum hasn't been fantastic, um, but uh, the rest of that lineup is, dare I say, dog shit. And uh, he needs some damn help, and it seems like he wants to stay there. Otherwise, he would be a prime candidate to be, uh, you know, the formation of another super team somewhere else. But uh, he loves Portland, and uh, obviously this series isn't dead yet, but I, in my ha- in my head, the winner of last night's game was going to go on to win this series. So Nuggets up 3-2, going back, I think it's going back to Portland for game six. Mm. Um, so we might be staring at a game seven here, but uh, I think it's going to be the Nuggets going on to the next round. 
Yeah, I do. Uh, I do agree with you as well. But one thing I do know is that we do have NBA games tonight. I may not know much about yesterday's games, but I know a whole <laughs> hell of a lot about today's games. We got a serious matchup. Clint Capella and the Atlanta Hawks, also with Trey Young, say they are coming to put the Knicks playoff hopes in the grave to MSG tonight. Coming to send them to vacation, send something them along those lines. Send them to vacation. Yeah. They are done. They are ready to uh, lock it up. We'll uh, we'll see if that Atlanta Hawks better who wagered uh, 100000 or whatever it was a few months back, if they uh, continue this run in this streak, step one would be knocking off the Knicks at MSG. Could you imagine the uproar if that happens? Yeah, like we've been saying, championship celebration after game two win. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, first I'm thing. leaning towards the Hawks first thing. tonight because they look like the better team. But, uh, I, you know, the Knicks, might, the Knicks are going to put up a fight at home, obviously. But sure. uh, might have to stay away because that's going to be uh should be a tight game absolutely uh we also have the wizards going back to philadelphia and facing the embedless 76ers sixers still the six point favorite last i checked uh i don't i, I might have Give me the to, wizards yeah, yeah i know you like the wizards i've gone to my head that would be my pick plus six but uh, i might stay away from that one three one down same situation that i was feeling with the habs and they overcame oh, okay. it and now if the 76ers i mean if they can't get him beat back for this series it could be a wrap yeah i want to do some more they research. had the easiest path to the championship. Who's that? The 76ers. Sixers? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Avoiding, so, uh, yeah, avoiding So if Brooklyn the Wizards or... get through, they have equally that easy of a path. Not super easy, but much easier than a lot of Right, right. Teams. They get to avoid Brooklyn and Milwaukee. Right. But, uh, uh, I, yeah, I have no idea. I got to do some more research. I want to see the Sixers numbers this year without Embiid before I jump to any conclusions on that one. So yep. uh, hopefully it's a good one. Hopefully... Uh, Hopefully the Wizards give us some drama in this one. Sure. And then the uh, other game of the night, uh, there is four tonight, I do yeah, believe. Yeah, the Grizzlies-Jazz. Uh, Grizzlies-Jazz, that's right. Um, but the uh, fourth and final game of the night we haven't touched on yet. Huge implications behind this game and not really sure which way it's going to go yet uh, just because how the Clippers and the Mavericks have both played home and away respectively. Going to be quite the freaking matchup in yeah. L.A. tonight at the Staples Center. It could be. The, I mean, the factor, in my opinion, I know they said it wasn't that big of a deal wasn't the reason why he's been shaky, but Luca's neck. Luca. They they got kicked Luca in the teeth me. in game four. So if he's not a hundred percent, I think it's all clippers. If he's even 90 percent, obviously that's still very good because he's a dog, but if he's not a hundred percent, if he ain't a hundred percent, I think they need him at a hundred, hundred and ten percent, honestly. Yeah, to compete with this team um, for sure. Because the Clippers are starting to get the wheels turning, starting mm-hmm. to be the team we expected him to be. So right. In my head, I'm thinking Clippers, but uh, every time I've or the first two games, I said that, and uh, this Mavs team is just so damn unpredictable. So, yeah, absolutely. So. There you have it. NBA playoffs rocking and rolling. There, we'll uh, definitely have highlights and our takes and all types of nonsense going on on our Twitter. So make sure you follow us there. Great time to remind you about all that because we are always tweeting live during the games. Uh, NHL playoffs, we got my boys, the Montreal Canadiens facing off against the Winnipeg Jets and the Colorado Avalanche taking on the Vegas Golden Knights once again after a 7-1 beatdown, beatdown on Monday. We'll see, uh, we'll see what happens there, or Monday or Sunday. Uh, I do believe it was Sunday. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I think it was Sunday. Is this a must win for the Knights, though? Um, 
not a must win yet. Um, they're still trying to figure some stuff out without having Reeves. I mean, Reeves is such a key part in that offense. They finally got Patch Reddy back, so uh, they're like trying to figure said, out a few technically, things. Technically, I don't think it's a must win, but in my but... opinion, if you go two down 2-0 against this Avs team, I think that... But I, I will I don't tell say you, it's a death sentence, but in my opinion, it's a wrap if the Avs win tonight. But I will tell you that on Odd Shark right now, the Avs are rated goal rated at 4.9 right now for tonight and, yes and the golden knights are rated at 0. 0.7 oh so i saw that beat and i smashed in the minus one and a half on sunday yes it was sunday because i that's when i played it mm-hmm. and so i i might hammered in again i don't yeah. know vegas looked all out of fucking sorts i know that they have mark andre i know that he's solid um but Got a little too much taken out of him in that first series against yeah. the Wild, I think. Yeah, I I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, I think this could be all Av City. And then uh, back to the other game, I think the Canadians, uh, you know, they may drop uh, game one according to the dice. Hell no, they ain't going to. But uh, I, I am probably going to take an outright for them on the series. I do believe the series right now is right around plus 200. So great, great value on For the Canadians? Right yeah, for the oh, Canadians. So uh, I think I'm going to hammer in uh, here early for them yeah, on the maybe. series before anything happens. Maybe. I like the momentum coming out of that last series, even if it was kind of similar to how... Uh, I guess it's not that similar because the Knights kind of held on for dear life in that first series. But, right. uh, you know, three straight wins, I think they make it four. I think it's going to be a little rusty for the Jets tonight. I think you're right, man. I think we're in for uh, some more heated battles here this evening. Mm-hmm. Probably more of a heated battle between the Canadians and the Jets. I mean, everybody's super high on Vegas to bounce back all of a sudden, but... I- I don't know how you bounce back. Hopefully it's at least a close game, not another I, blowout. I hope so, but going going back to Colorado after you just got whooped down and uh, they're, they got the same fans coming back, they got the same atmosphere, yeah. everything's happening. So mm-hmm. ah, I don't know. It wasn't a tight game at all. So mm-hmm. I think Fleury will stand a lot taller in net, but uh, I think he's going to let a couple squeak by. So stay tuned for that. We'll also be rock and roll on those. I might have a few plays coming out of those games later, maybe a total of two. Uh, so stay tuned. Also, a good time to remind you, follow us on the Action app. Um, You will get all of our additional plays, even outside of the plays that we have on the daily show. We also have plays that we like outside of this, but these are our best bets that we put on the show. So if you follow us on the Action app, my partner at RMAGS in all caps, myself at cash underscore with underscore Colt, and at talking the line for the combined crew page, you will find all of the daily best bets that we have, props, parlays, um, spreads, money lines, all the good stuff from every slate that we possibly have. So make sure you follow us on there. Uh, we have all tracking, everything like that. Uh, been a rough last month for me. So uh, just kind of ignore my last 30 number and uh, check out the all-time number. So that's all I uh, suggest with yours, uh, or with mine rather, and uh, suggest that you follow us on there so you can uh, get all of the best bets of the day because I'm feeling some good energy. I'm on a heater with my MLB props. You my are, man. you I are. I heater. forgot to mention that. Uh, I am on a heater the whole season. I, didn't, I, I mean, I'm uh, you know hot right now, but I've been doing well all season. Uh, I think I've got at least three or four in a row on the MLB. So I'm going to keep the wheels moving. Don't know what the play is yet, but one that I'm already looking at. Didn't have any odds this morning or else I might have made it one of my best bets of the day. Um, Ozzy Albies, if I'm not wrong, I might have to double check. Ozzy Albies versus John Lester, career 7-4-9. Whoa. So, uh, you okay. know, hit odds might be pretty long, but uh, 
definitely going to have some type of action on that guy. Hmm. I could be. I think it was Albies. I'll have to double check. Obviously, I'm not going to lock well, it in stay, without double checking. Stay but, tuned. Make sure you, you check his Twitter and yeah. see what he's talking about and what he's saying because uh, he might have something popping off there, and yeah. uh, you don't want to miss it because he is hot. I am hot on MLB props. It's uh, it's uncanny. And I've been a little they, conservative. My last two, I've picked an RBI guy, and they've both uh, they've both hit a just a home run. Stay conservative. So I'll I'll stay a little conservative. If I have to take uh, Albies to get a hit minus 250 in a cashes, I'll take it. Hey, absolutely. Keep rocking and rolling. Make sure you follow his action so you can get those MLB props, and maybe he'll even start bringing them to the show. Maybe. How about that? Maybe. If, if we he gets can get a little some more odds. confident. Well, if we can get some odds early in the morning. Or, earlier that's, odds. That's yeah, that's, that's, that's the, the thing, too. Issue. Totally forgot about that. So there you have it. Quick little reminder for the Action app. Uh, wrapping up today's rants and reactions. Quick uh, TTL update. After diving deep into Twitch and exploring the platform, we will most likely do it one day a week here coming soon, but we would also like to focus on some other live shows and some other content that we have planned and had planned for a very long time for YouTube. So we do believe we're going to jump into that first. Uh, been kind of a week, a uh, week and a half here of getting our wits about us on the tube, uh, starting to finally feel comfortable and nice and easy and everything's uh, going forward. Uh, as you guys know, this is the whole TTL production crew, so um, everything you see is from us. Uh, so we are working on uh, building the team as well, so that, uh, that'll that be rolling out, coming out. Uh, we got stuff just coming hot and heavy for you guys, so stay tuned. I uh, promise you that uh, some new YouTube content is coming out within the uh, coming weeks here. Uh, we will have a another live show where you can join us for some betting and some uh, side stuff like that. And then uh, we'll have some other side content so you guys can kind of get to know us better and uh, some other different stuff outside of sports gambling, maybe more detailed with sports or something more tailored specifically just to an MLB or NBA or something like that. So make sure you stay tuned on that. We will be sure to let you guys know from all of our socials and obviously on the daily show, whenever we roll something out or something new's coming, we'll be sure to let you guys know. So just stay locked in and tuned into that. Outside of that for TTL updates, anything I missed there, partner? I don't think so. I think you nailed it. All right. Well, that does it for today's rants and reactions. Let's get this bad boy wrapped up the only way that I and we know how with Colts Motivation Minutes. Here we go. Let's get right into it. No pause, no delay. Actually, I lie. Quick sip of coffee. Mm -hmm. Gotta have it. Now we're in the game. All right. So for today's Motivation Minutes... I said at the top of the show I was inspired a little bit um, by this, uh, by someone saying this, and it, and this was uh, already kind of my own quote. I wanted to share a quote with you guys um, that I had come up with, and uh, seeing this message on Twitter this morning kind of got me thinking about it. And if you didn't see me retweet it, Pat McAfee this morning uh, said something to the effect, his usual good morning, beautiful people, but um, also said something to the effect of today is a great day to take care of you. And he kind of closed it with saying something that was really impactful is time to start taking care of the mirror. And, you know, that really, really hung, rung true with me and hit home with me. And I, the, my, the quote that I had popped into my head and I said, yep, that's motivation minister today. So the quote for today is, this life is not a two bedroom casket or there are no two-bedroom caskets in this life. However you would like to say it or look at it, whichever way makes more sense to you. One more time, 
there are no two-bedroom caskets in this life. At the end of the day, when you get buried six feet under, as deep and as heavy as that is, there ain't nobody else in that box with you. At the end of the day, you got to look out for you and only you. And now I know that might sound a little selfish or a little arrogant in a way, but you're the only one that's going to get you any places and you're the only one that can make decisions for your life. And far too often in our lives, we, we worry about what other people think and what other people's opinions of what we should do with our lives. And unfortunately, the more we try to satisfy everybody else's wants and needs, the further away we get from our wants and needs. And we don't realize that because being further away generates that anxiety, that worry, that fear, that we don't know why it's there, we don't know why it's coming, but that's the reason. Because we are so wrapped up in everyone else that we don't have enough time for us. Kobe Bryant said it amazingly. We are so, in today's society, we are so wrapped up in viewing what everybody else is doing and viewing the outside world with instant selfies and all social media and instant messaging, everything that we have in today's internet and technological sphere that we forget to look inside. And we forget to take care of the one who matters the most. And I'm not saying you shouldn't be giving. I'm not saying that you shouldn't have a an attitude of gratitude towards others. I'm not saying that you should shut other people out of your life. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is stop being fucking miserable. Stop wasting your life at account of other people's wishes. It only hurts you in the end. And there's another saying that I really like. And it kind of applies in this, deals more with kind of being angry at other people. And maybe you could generate some anger at other people for having to fulfill their needs and not being able to chase what you want to chase. Being mad at another person is like drinking poison and expecting them to die. It doesn't do anything for them. It doesn't keep them up at night. They hit the pillow just fine and dandy while you're spinning in your thoughts. So stop worrying about them. Stop giving them your energy. Stop giving them your time. It's not a two-bedroom casket. You ain't going to find them in this life. I don't know all too many people you'd even want to be buried with in the first place. So all I can tell you and what I challenge you to remember today is that you're number one. Start looking out for yourself. Whatever you want to do, stop saying I'm too busy for that, or, oh, this gets in the way of that. Just start doing it. Do what's good for you, and if you want to chase a passion or a dream, don't let anybody stop you from doing that. Because if at the end of the day in your life, if you did not chase that dream or passion, and you're dipping out into that casket, and you held out on that dream or passion on account of somebody else, probably not going to be the best feeling in the world. So why don't we skip that, agree to agree with each other that we're going to skip that feeling in our lives. We're going to start taking care of the person in the mirror. We're going to stop worrying about what other people think and we're going to keep doing what we got to do to make our lives better. Not anybody else's or anything else's. It's your life. Start living it. And remember that there are no two-bedroom caskets in this life. That's my cult Oh, Colts Motivation Minutes for the day. 
Yeah, not too much. I uh, don't think I can add there. Uh, yeah, like you said, though, you're obviously not trying to say, tell people to be outwardly selfish and all of that. That's no. not what you're saying and at it all. Kinda, it kind of sounds rough, too, when you say it's not a two-bedroom casket, and especially me sitting here next to you. Like, yeah, you're kind of <laughs> sitting next to somebody. It kind of sounds even more asshole I guess I should cancel that. my uh, order for this two, uh, two-person two casket that I got for us <laughs> last week. But... Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's that's that's just the most deep, real way that I can describe it. Because eh, when this life's over, you ain't got nobody going with you. We don't know what's after this life, so why waste this life now? Mm-hmm. Like it's so senseless to keep wasting your life. And I didn't realize it. And I've said it a million times. I'll say it again. Like the old Eagles line. So oftentimes it happens that we live our lives in chains, and we never even know we have the key. You have the ability to do whatever and the damn hell you want. I promise you. Got G4 classification to speak on it and tell mm-hmm. you you can. Yeah, Living what uh, I I had a moment where you wrote down on the agenda, start looking out for the mirror, and I didn't know where. You're like, we don't talk about these really at all before we start. So in my head, yeah. I was like, is he? Is it like a? if you see me in a fight with uh, me and the bear, just look out for the bear? Is that what he's going to go? Like <laughs> something with him fighting a mirror? Or, uh, not what that hey, was that going is, for. That is some uh, <laughs> some funny notes that I had down there. So yeah, that and that is another thing. If um, uh, Well, let's, let's wrap it up. Colt's motivation minutes for today. So uh, there you have it. Thank you so much. I hope that guys uh, get you guys going uh, a little something to uh, change the thought, give you a little perspective for today. Um, but if you guys are wondering, this is all raw, live, one take, no mm-hmm. deal. Like we live stream. We obviously have an agenda, but um, be honest with you, 90% of the time, I'm just pulling shit out of my ass. Yeah, I mean, I had to stop us through my own picks to take a yeah, goddamn breath. Yeah, this guy couldn't catch his breath over here. He Sometimes that coffee uh, riles me up, dude. Yeah, I'm telling you, he was just uh, breathing and a sweating and trying to give you guys everything he possibly could in the shortest amount of time. But he's back. I'm Look back. at him. He's 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 not flushed in the face anymore. He's ready to rock and roll. Um, with all that being said, one hell of an episode we had here. Partner. Absolutely, big five one 50 of burger an, of a uh, fifty burger we did have. I uh, would have to agree with you. Got your best bets. We got four coming from you, three coming from me. We got the Wednesday Warrior. We got the Wednesday Parlay Pop Off and the Money Line Dice Roll. <clears throat> Be sure that you follow us on the Action App so you can get all of those. If you didn't catch all them in the first half and first portion of today's show, make sure you follow us there so you get them all. As always, partner, anything burning on the brain, melting on the mind, festering in the soul, hurting the heart that you've been dying to get out this entire show to the kind folks that stopped by episode number 50 of the TTL pod on this beautiful June 2nd, 2021. I believe I do have something okay, here. Okay, Could here have been go. a little ransom reaction. Most of all them ears, could be. All ears, guys. Come on. Look alive. Maybe look alive. you saw this. I don't know how official or true this is but rumor has it is that your man jake cutler actually wants half of Kristen cavallari's brand when uh you know first when they got divorced she was looking for some of jay's money Mm. jay cutler said fuck you how about i take some of your brand half (laughs) the uh 
Eddie Murphy. You, yes. Eddie Murphy. <laughs> I'm yes. glad you got that reference. That's I my favorite guys stand-up, got actually. That. <laughs> that is, I don't want to get into it with uh, just <laughs> how the times are and that uh, what me personally, if you look at me, I probably shouldn't be saying some of those jokes. Um, and especially with the way the times are right now, those jokes would not fly whatsoever <laughs> in these times. But you want a hell of a stand-up act. Go watch Eddie Murphy Raw and you will fall out of your damn chair. Mm-hmm. That is one of my favorite, it is hands down favorite, my favorite, favorite stand-up, stand-up uh, comedy skits that there is. And not even just Eddie Murphy. Ah, period. Point blank, period. Martin Lawrence used to really, really mm-hmm. move the crowd, too. Martin Lawrence had some great, great scenes. But Eddie takes the cake for me. But anyways, your guy, Jay... Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like that's uh, probably not going to end up really going to fruition because he's got his own money. I feel like that's yeah. more of just like a fuck you. I can fucking uh, I think so too. poke you back I as think so well. Too. Yeah, I I would have to agree with you on that. Because I, I have to imagine Jay is uh, fell off with all that nonsense. Yeah. I mean, I try not to follow it. I don't follow that yeah. stuff at all. And I was uh, obviously not a fan of Jay Cutler. No, yeah. Clearly. Wish he was still the Bears quarterback for yeah. my own sake. Yeah, I bet you do. it went well for him. I bet but, you do. Uh, Anyways, yeah, little uh, little fuck you back at Chris and Cavallari. Love well, there you go. So we'll see what happens. Partners stirring the pot between Jake Cutler and Kristen Cavallari. <laughs> Jake? Uh, oh, Jake Cutler. Jay Cutler and Kristen Cavallari. I uh, wanted to uh, finish off one final thing. Jake Paul was in my head. Mm. Uh, yeah, that uh, living rent free in my head. Ain't Apparently. that a son of a bitch? Son of a bitch. Um, well... Ali Abdalaziz or Abdalaziz came out yesterday and like it, it if this just does not prove how much of a circus this team and all of this stuff is he came uh. out yesterday and said the Tyron Woodley fight wasn't real and he's going to be fighting Chael Sonnen. I saw that before the, winner, the pod. And the winner of Chael Sonnen and him is going to fight Mike Tyson. Right. I saw that all before the pod. I hate Ali Abdalaziz so much it's not even funny. Right. But then oh, after the pod. Him. Oh. I'm pretty sure it was confirmed that Woodley and Paul are fighting. Yes, it's a hundred. So, it's a hundred percent. So it's happening. Oh, it's, yeah, it's a hundred percent confirmed. I I don't know what in the world. I I totally forgot to mention that in the ransom reactions. I I don't know what in the world is going on with that Mickey Mouse show. But I'll tell you what. Uh, I ain't uh, I ain't buying into none of it. Well, clearly yeah. I am because he's living rent free in my head, and I had to bring it up to close out the pod. So how yeah. about that nonsense? Hopefully we don't have another weather day in the MLB. My White Sox game here in an hour actually just got postponed. So. Well, already had two crossed off the uh, first two of the day off the board here. So, first two early games, we will not have any lunchtime action. So, uh, well, that's kind of a bummer. First games in Arizona at two thirty, my game. So, I yeah. don't uh, don't think there's going to be too much rain in the old desert over there. I don't so. think so either. We'll see what happens. Pretty sure it's a dome. If I'm not. Yes. I think they can open and close that yeah, bad yeah. boy anyway, They definitely so. can. They definitely can. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Episode number 50 of the Talking the Line pod. It is a wrap. It is a show. Thank you guys so much for stopping by, getting us to 50. It would not be possible, as I said in the description, without each and every single one of you. Thank you all so much. We do this for you guys and uh, to just create a little bit of education and entertainment and that uh, brief bit of a personal vacation you can take when you stop by the uh, Daily TTL show and come and hang out with us. We may be a couple of goofy guys, but uh, we love to connect with you guys and we can't say how much, how much we appreciate you, uh, all your support, all your following, everything. We, uh, We cannot say it enough. So with that being said, Let's have a damn Wednesday, huh? Let's have it. 
Let's have Let's it. have a Wednesday. 50th pod. We got to have 50 winners tonight. Ooh, I like the sound of that. Ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers far and wide. For myself and Mags, we thank you so much for joining us on today's show, and we hope you have a spectacular rest of your Wednesday, unless you have other plans. Let's cash some tickets.